and thinking of this as tiny daily steps rather than one huge kind of sweeping long-lasting action I think that that's that's really tempting for us is just we want things to be different immediately and in a long-lasting way and of course that's not oh, it's not ever the case <laughs> that it's um, these sometimes quite sort of painstaking tiny steps and that we get to hold belief in that the fact that this will will change if we keep at this in tiny ways um, and holding that sort of belief and patience around that that this is a much more um, meaningful and long-lasting way to affect change in our relationship once we have an idea of where we're going. Hello and welcome to the Grounded Families podcast with me, Julia Goodall, psychologist and coach. This is a podcast for all families navigating life, love and relationships. We delve into our stories and experiences of family and how these go on to shape and change who we are. I'm so happy to have you here. Hello, lovely ones. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about the importance of imagining um, in our relationships and how before we take action in changing the way we relate to each other and changing the way our lives are structured, that we really need to have time to imagine what we want this to look like um, and that this can be a light and playful space. I hope you enjoy. Hello lovely ones, welcome to this week's episode. This week I wanted to talk a little bit about imagining in the role of couples work and I think that this is something that we often leave out of the conversation and get really fixated on behavior and around changing the things we do rather than this really important phase that will hold as a thread throughout but at least initially around what do we actually want our relationships to look like and that this is quite can be quite a like an expansive space for some couples and in other couples they can find this quite threatening as if imagining your relationship in a different way somehow says something unkind or critical about the way your relationship is at the moment or about the other person and actually getting people to just put this aside and say what do you want this to look like because often the easy part is saying I don't want it to feel like this or I don't want this but um, it's much more difficult for people to say what they do want so lots of people get stuck here particularly if we haven't had different models of relationships so we'll always stick to what we know because yeah, that's the way we've been raised or that's the way we've seen things done kind of societally or with friends or in our communities. So yes, I really invite you to have a bit of a play around this, imagining what you would change in your relationship if you could and what would it feel like? What would it look like? What would it mean for kind of daily um, interactions with each other? What would it mean for the format of your life? Um, what would it mean financially? What would it mean for your communities, for the way you engage with family? What would it mean for the way you care for your own body, like in terms of the way you eat and your movement? Um, so what sort of exercises you do? Do you do this together on your own? 
so so many things that actually come into the way we're in relationship and the the ways in which we meet each other and that this can be light it doesn't have to be um heavy or critical or demanding in any way so yeah i encourage you to have a play with this and to hold it quite lightly so if you're thinking about what feelings you want to cultivate how would you do that what are the things that you um, need to feel regulated what are the um the parts of your day that help to soothe your nervous system how can you do more of that or how can you make sure that is at least um, a certain amount of that in each of your days and thinking of this as tiny daily steps rather than one huge kind of sweeping long-lasting action I think that that's that's really tempting for us is just we want things to be different immediately and in a long-lasting way and of course that's not Oh, it's not ever the case <laughs> that it's um, these sometimes quite sort of painstaking tiny steps and that we get to hold belief in that the fact that this will will change if we keep at this in tiny ways um, and holding that sort of belief and patience around that that this is a much more um, meaningful and long-lasting way to affect change in our relationship once we have an idea of where we're going. Another thing I'll encourage people to do is to share these goals with each other. So firstly, to have them quite formed in your mind. And you can do this by writing things down. Um, it's often useful to write things down because then you're committing, you're committing to something in a different way than if you're just thinking about it in your head. You're less likely also then to go off track in terms of what you're thinking about and not to get swept away by sort of the feelings of longing or the feelings of, I wish this was different. Um, so something about writing it down helps us to formalize what we're asking for um, and to commit it in some way. Obviously, it can always change. It's not perfect and it's not forever, but the exercise is useful. So have a clear sense of what it is you would like to happen um, or things to feel like and be like, and then to share those with each other. Because and again, this feels like an obvious thing, but I think we are reluctant to share things like that with our partners. They can feel vulnerable um, for lots of different reasons. Um, some people will find it uncomfortable to be in this sort of dream space with each other, particularly if you have a very sort of like a transactional relationship around you do this and I do this and it's busy because you have children and busy careers or whatever it is. Um, and so sitting in a, like an expensive dream space can feel quite uncomfortable for people, which is fine. And also because if we don't share our goals, we could be working towards something totally different. And I, I think as human beings, we we react in different ways to change, but most of the time we don't like it. So even if our partner is changing in small sort of daily ways that are positive or could be framed as positive, um, that can still feel deeply uncomfortable. So that's something about the the safety of the predictability of old patterns, even if we don't like them or even if we want them to change, can still feel unsettling. And so um, to check in with your nervous system around this, so there will be some dysregulation at first, and that's totally normal, um, but just to be gentle to that and to show compassion to that. So to share these goals... And to know that this sort of shakeup is temporary and that you get to form new patterns and new daily ways of being with each other 
and that yes like if you have stressful periods in your life you are likely to revert back to those old patterns that's totally normal and to be expected and it's okay um but you just get to change gears and go back into the way you want to be um and you get to make those tiny choices every single day so again it's less about one sweeping change that lasts forever but more about um tiny decisions it's not like you have to do the right thing all the time but that you have constant choice available to you um and to make use of that i think is quite a powerful thing for people always remember that what you haven't said to your partner whether it's about goals about your feelings about the way you've experienced something is that if you haven't said it they don't know they may have a sense of it they may know you very well but you can assume that they don't know the depth of it um, and to really get into the habit of being really clear about what it is that you are hoping for or wishing for or frustrated about or whatever it is um, and not assuming that because they've known you for a long time that they just understand what's happening in your head and that's that's not a failing of your relationship but that's just a normal human thing we can't read each other's minds as much as we like to think we can so yeah be really clear and really gentle and really compassionate and um, enjoy a, a little dream space together I think this can be such a fun thing to do and you don't have to do it all at once I think this can happen over like a week or a month um, but that you engage with this in a way that feels kind of expansive rather than um, relationships have to look a particular way they don't you get to choose what it is you want to do with yours in your particular situation with your particular family your particular nervous system all of that um, there's so many sort of tiny choices that you're allowed to make and again can be really powerful to do that okay I hope you found that helpful and if you ever want to chat things through like this I'm always open to having those sorts of conversations um, I will see you next week. Okay, bye. I hope you found that helpful. I also wanted to let you know that on the 15th of March, I'm opening enrollment for my um, Connected Couples course, which is now a group coaching program. Um, it'll be the first time I'm running it like this, and I'm really excited to see what... Uh, the holding of community does to this sort of learning um, I think it's going to be a bit magical so if this sounds like something you'd like to do you can sign up for my newsletter and all the information is getting sent out there otherwise you can book indirectly <clears throat> on my website from the 15th of March I would love to have you okay see you next week bye thank you so much for being here today if you'd like to get in touch, I'm on Instagram at grounded underscore families. You can send me a DM or a voice note to my DMs or an email. I'd so love to hear from you. Please do like, share and subscribe this podcast. It really, really helps to get the podcast out in front of more listeners. And I'll see you again next week. Take care. Take care.